breaking your house and he pulled the gun on them and, and wounded them or even killed them. And all of a sudden they show up to your home. You know, I feel like even in a situation like that, I should have my gun laying out on the cement somewhere, clip out and me laying on the ground face down already. Like that, you know what I mean? That's what I mean about rethinking things because us trying to act in a rational way, how things used to be maybe back in the day, you know, you, you know, you call the police, they do they due diligence, ask if you ask the right questions first, get to the bottom of things. And we see now that's not always the case. You know, every case is different. You know what I'm saying? So some people might show up scared. You don't know. Like these guys, you know, I feel like police officers need to get some kind of mental exam from time to time. I feel like they suffer from PTSD too and all kind of illnesses that may cause or help motivate whatever they're going through out of just based off of fear of the unknown, you know what I mean? And if you're coming in with all these this, this, this hyper energy and aggression and you're kind of riling up the situation instead of calming it down, you know what I mean? It's just, I don't know, there's just a lot that can go into it with me. So, but I just think as a whole, we just, my, my overall statement or my point would be, we just need to rethink how we go about the actions of when we deal with the police and our own lives at that, you know what I mean? Saying that I don't want to maybe own a gun because that's just not kind of person I am, but the kind of times that we're living in, they're constantly changing. You know what I mean? Just like you said, he called up, he called the police just to check this lady's house. You know, just an innocent call that turned deadly. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and I'm not saying it's the lady's fault or the guy's fault for calling. I'm just saying something went terribly wrong. <laughs> and it's unfortunate people lost their lives. And now we're going through this, you know what I mean? So it's just every time I look at situations like this, that's the first thing I think of. It's like I, it's like I really just have to take a step back and look at this stuff like differently because it's not how I used to be. I'm sure everybody already knows that. So that's the first thing I think of. It's on some random stuff like I plan my trip out accordingly before I leave the house. I'm going from A to B and back to A. You know what I mean? Like there's no in-between you know what I mean? Because any simple situation in my mind now can turn into something this happens. Young black guy, you know what I mean? Anything can happen. Some random stop just goes retarded. <laughs> you know, so that's how I think now. So it's like I'm not even trying to give the opportunity. I limit my, I limit what I do. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm out the way. <laughs> you know, so it's just it's just me stepping back and rethinking my whole life and rethinking how this world is changing and. And all that stuff, you know, even how you raise your kids. It's just a lot that goes into it for me. And I don't want to take all the time, so I'm going to shut up. Okay, so <laughs> if Trump gets reelected, do you believe that the black community, being that the state that it is in now, do you think it would be even a greater fear if he were to be reelected? Or it doesn't matter who's in there. There's a target on the black community back. Yeah, that's always good, Ginger and Mark. <laughs> it yeah, it, it, yeah, it sure don't. Yeah, it don't. It don't. It don't matter who. Uh, even in there. So yeah. we, we're we're responsible for our own community. Exactly. That's where the problem really lies. Eh? And I don't really think, like, I hate to always hear the term like we we don't do enough or we ain't doing this or we ain't doing that to bring the community together. So I think that's like a false reality or false narrative that's just really put out there to circulate. And really getting people some kind of mind to really believe that. Because I've, I've been around, I'm not saying I know a lot, and I've seen a lot, but I've seen some things, and I see people that really do try. And I've seen, even just, you know, looking back in history, like, you know, when they had Black Wall Street, that was us coming together. 
my thing is, I believe we have come together and we have tried to come together. The thing is, the other entities that always disrupt that when we try that. And I think we all yeah, know yeah. how that works. So I think that narrative of that being in our subconscious mind or just us repeating, we ain't coming together. We have tried to come. Maybe like over all, you know, all these years, we all know our history. We all know a little bit of something. Like we have tried. So I'm not... That's 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 almost like a narrative. I just want to kind of erase in a sense because I don't believe that. I just know that every time we come together, try to come together, whether it's small or big, it's always a disruption in our peace or trying to have that or make something better within in the community. Whether we get together outside of the park, who will be sitting out there? Some police cars sitting at the corner watching everything we do, or you know what I mean? Like that's what happens. So it's not like we ain't trying. We never tried, you know. So. I hate that, man. So I, I, I think we all know what it is, man. Like we, we are constantly got that that magnifying glass on us, you know. And yeah. you walk in somebody's shoes, man. You just can't judge. And I know a lot of outside races try to judge, and but you cannot judge this situation from an outside view. We can look at the same thing and have two different realities about it, you know. So right, right, but brother right. Jay, yeah, um, I agree. brother Reg, I know you. We were just discussing. I'm um, thinking her name is Atiana or um, the Jackson girl that got shot. At- yes, we're just discussing her and um, how how do we feel like um, about the safety in the black community? Now you had some. Uh, close up moments on that situation do you do you mind speaking on it no not at all uh well yeah, the thing was is that uh me and the queen you know we went up there to the house put uh you know some balloons on the house you know pay our respects and uh it was a busy day that day uh somebody was up there talking to the neighbor and, uh, cause I wasn't, I was never, uh, meaning to, uh, even talk to him, cause, you know, I don't go to nobody's house. But, uh, he's outside talking to, uh, some guy. And then as we pulled up, another, uh, older brother pulled up behind us. And he was asking me, was that the baby boy with the group, with the group? And I told him, I said, I believe so. Yeah, cause he wanted to, you know, go up to him, you know, and, uh, you know, say, you know, show support. I said, well, well, I'll go up there with you, you know what I mean? We got to talk to that guy. So we both went up there and we talked to him. And, you know, just see, you know, the hurt in this man's eyes. So he was like, like, you know, because my queen said, man, you need to be getting any sleep, man, because you look like you ain't sleeping, man. It's hard to sleep. He said he had to even just step outside. So he had to look across the street, man. And, you know, you, you know, no matter what nobody tell him, you know, it's kind of hard to just, you know, because he said he's, he told his family that he's going to do anything to make it right. Yeah, he had a busy day that day because there was a lot of, because after we got to talk to him, uh, two or three different news outlets uh, pulled up and they waited in line to talk to him too, you know. And, uh, you know, I, I communicate with him here and there. And uh, they're working on some things, little gifts for, uh, for the nephew, Zion, you know. I mean, I can't bring his auntie back, but you want to be able to counter that trauma because, you know, he's a baby, you know what I'm saying? And the witness, and the witness stuff like that, because uh, ain't his life to be taken for no reason. You know, that's got to be rough, you know. Okay. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, man, I mean, it's, it's, it's really just, like, being real. And I don't know, for some reason, I just feel like, you know, uh, we're kind of like going to, 
kind of kind of getting kind of cold, you know, like because you know the family they got their own personal struggle, then they got some stuff going on on their end. They you know they bumping heads with the the alleged father or whatnot, you know, because he had the uh, uh, he had a judge put a, a restraining on a on the funeral service or what they was gonna have. And, uh, you know, just, you know, it made it like politics because, you know, like everybody, like, I don't know, trying to gain some kind of uh, cloud of credibility off of this sister's tragic demise, man. It's really irritating to me, you know. Like me, I just really, I just want, you know, that, that boy to heal. You know, it ain't not just him, but any, any, any child that has to uh, witness a a close loved one be murdered or even just losing a loved one from senseless gun violence is traumatizing. We tend we tend to take our focus off of what these babies are going through, man. Because if if it's not tend to, then you know they become screwed up adults. Like uh, like it was saying from the Black Panther movement, where they talked about Eric Killmonger say, if a child if a child's not loved by the village. So you believe like mental that, illness you know, is real in the black community? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it's, it's very real. Okay, we can't can't help but to suffer from it. You know what I'm saying? Why do you say that? Well, because you know you got collective pain as a group, and then you got your own individual personal pain. You know what I'm saying? It's like a twofold thing. You got some as a group collective you can relate to. And you also have uh, the trauma where it's something you deal with as an individual. You know what I'm saying? And you got to you you got to find ways <clears throat> to cope with that and and and, and uh, you know that counter that traumatization. You know what I'm saying? You know, I can relate to my own personal trauma, and I love being able to help other people deal with theirs and give him some kind of therapeutic measures. So, you know, because you don't want that, you don't want that uh, excess emotional and spiritual luggage on your back just carrying it and not knowing how to channel it properly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah that's, that's my thing. Yeah, it's, it's very weird. In fact, I know you, like, like uh, to me, if you ask me, some people take it lightly, like, um, all those police-related shootings were, the black uh, perp did have a gun or whatever. To me, they, uh, I'm gonna walk about this. Come on, son. You know, to me, that to me, that's a form. That's, I could, yeah, that's the term suicide by cop. You know, because people look like, well, oh, they had, yeah, the police are out for blood. No, they're out for black blood. But at the same time, these young men, they, you know, for them to be in that position that they was in, 
you know, you 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 got it in your mind. You didn't care about life no way. You know, and I'm pretty sure they've been told. I've been told even when I was a, a kid, hey man, whatever you do, don't don't never run from. You know, I'm pretty sure y'all heard that same thing too. And y'all know why you told that. It ain't right for them to shoot you in the bank and you ain't got no gun. But that's what they'll do. That's how they do it. Oh, that's true. And we and you know, we don't need to just be fussing at them. We need to get to the root of the matter why young men put themselves in this position to begin with. Um because uh, I ain't I'm not able to click over. Okay, so Okay, so yeah, with that being said, I do um feel for our safety and well the future of our safety. And also, um gosh, that's a sad story of what happened to this girl. Okay, so moving along to the next topic and I don't want to keep you guys I know you have work and other things to do. Um I want to talk about. Uh, hey, oh, is this right? Oh, okay. Hey, I'm, I'm sorry. Okay, thank you. Okay, I want to talk no, about. Is it better to be a main chick or a side chick or friends with benefits in this day and age? Now, brother B, um, how do you feel about that? Have you ever been friends with benefits or a side piece? I can't imagine a man saying that they have been a side piece or friends, you know, maybe not a side piece, but I don't know. But have you been a friends with benefit kind of guy? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, Lord. I was just trying to get everybody a chance to ask. <laughs> well, I was uh, wanting Brother B to say something, but I don't know if he heard me or not. Uh, I'm not. I know I have. Like I said, in my days, just of course I was. Um, sound kind of funny to my side. <laughs> I guess I was something of We're a side, side man, dude, but, side man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing that I might proud of, you know what I mean? But just looking back, I know I was just young. Okay, so check it. You're out here dating around, right? And you can be dating online. As a matter of fact, too, who are you guys experiencing? What are some dating woes that you guys are running into as well? So you're dating, right? And you are out here. um, You run into this bad woman or bad man or whatever. And, you know, you just don't feel something something is just telling you something ain't right and instead of you going along with that feeling you proceed to get to know this person and before you know it you realize that you're a side piece or you just the friends with benefits uh, I mean, you got to get the do your due diligence you know what I mean? certain questions you got to ask um, sometimes only time will tell because I'm sure you're going to get all the answers you're looking for right then and there so I just say, you know, over time, time will tell. You know what I mean? It'll be start seeming weird. Like if you already get that vibe, and you know, over time that vibe should get stronger. So 
Okay, so at what point do you start introducing Cash into that um situation? Introducing who? What? What's that? <laughs> okay, so at what point do you start giving this person money if they happen to ask you? Like you talking about the side chick or whatever? Side well, of course you don't know your side chick or friends with benefits. That's that's the purpose of the game. That's all the game is about. You know, you don't know what your position is. You're being played. So, at what point, I guess, do people know when they're being played? Because some people, you know, even although we're older, they still don't know when they're being played. You know, you're still the side piece. And some women or men, they like being the side piece or the friends with benefits. Right. I was about to say that, too. I was going to say some people, like, they like settlements for that position because it's an easier position to play. I mean, I guess over yeah. time, maybe it's a... Uh, a lot of failed relationships, a lot of BS. You tried, you put your all into it, and the same result. Somebody hurt you, or you know what I mean. Then it's just like you know what, whatever. I don't even care anymore. You develop that attitude. I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean. <laughs> and you just be like whatever. Now you just kind of like whatever. Like whatever come my way, this come my way. You know, I know she probably got to do, but I'm just gonna take it for what it is right now. And she's like doing the same thing, you know what I mean? And I think that's a lot of stuff that goes on. It's not, you know, sometimes not just a one-sided thing. It's like all kind of sides to the to, to the situation. And you just take right. what you're getting at that time with her. It might just be sex, and she might just like the fact that you, I don't know, you got a sexy walk or something. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I like your company for the time being, but I know I can't commit my whole, all my time to you, so I'm just taking what I can get. At this moment, that makes me feel good for the time being. But right. in my mind, we already know this ain't really about to be no, you know what I mean? Yeah. Some, well, a lot of people know. Some people, yeah, yeah. Some people get it, but some people, you know, emotionally connect. And then it's like, well, hold on, you leave me on, and then that's what the bell level. Vice versa, whatever. You know, you get emotionally attached. Attached. Person that's been over and over, try over and over, is the one that settles mostly for that because it just it just takes too much energy out of trying to retrust, trust again, retrust because you gotta open yourself up to trust again because you know it ain't gonna work, right? Or you just dragging the same stuff to the new relationship. You know what I mean? So it's like bump it. I'm still get my money. Have sex on the side, I guess, if that's what they looking for, or getting a little money here and there without the whole commitment of men, whatever. Like I said, I mean, like you said, this is the times, man. That's just how it is. It's just okay. So that's just how it is. I don't know. You are married, <laughs> right? And brother Reg, he's in a committed relationship. Brother B, are you still there? Yeah, I'm about to step away for like two minutes, but I'm still on. Okay, Miss Tina, uh, are you still there? I'm still here. Is Brother B on the line? Okay, is um Brother J still on the line? He's no longer connected. Okay. So, at what point do you know when it's time to several ties with that person? Like, it's completely over with? Like, some people say, I tried. I try, I try, I try, and, and it's just not working. So why do they keep trying? At what point do you just let it go? Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, I, I would say, like, you know, 
you know, it'd be different. It'd be different circumstances or different reasons. You know, like uh, I don't know. Person might want to, uh, you know, might have a change of heart and say, you know, hey, I want more. I want to do this. Okay, let me put this out there. Should women be open um, more to uh, being a polyamorous or what is it, polygamy relationships? Uh, polygamy. Yes. Should should they be open more? Because I'm hearing that there's a shortage of men, especially black men. So should more black women be open uh, to the thought, um, knowing that, hey, it's possible that we may not have a man beside us. Right. Well, I mean, you know, first of all, see, this is me by police. I'm not a woman. I feel like if a, a dude wants that, you know, you got to work for that. I mean, in other words, you got to have your shit together. You know, because some of the same ones that be screaming it is half-cocked anyway. <laughs> like, like a sister brought up a good point. Hey, you... How you gonna how you gonna holler about being with more than one woman? You can't even afford to um, give me gas money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, real real polygamy. You know what I'm saying? From our the perspective of how it's supposed to come, see, uh, polygamy benefits the woman. If if they if they if if, if uh, polygamy was to take off here in our community. Like, like it's supposed to be done. It has supposed to be. Some of these dudes wouldn't want it. They wouldn't want it. And really, if you on top of your shit, you ain't, you ain't got to, you ain't even got to present it. It'll fall in place. If, 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 the, if the dude has his shit together, well, we're talking about some bums that's wanting this shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, a blue bum ass dude ain't got no business ass from a man's point of view doesn't start early enough 
So they had the right insight and sight to see something good when it's good, even if it ain't got to where it needs to be to fully develop. I think a man's insight dealing with the daughter is like almost the key thing that I think is always missing when you're dealing with a lot of women or, like I said, men or women, but I'm just saying women because, like I said, when we talk about men, um, I noticed that when that father is not there, man, it's like always usually a thwarted kind of view or vision of the world or of the man, how they see it, you know what I mean? Because just like any man growing up in the hood, we... If we don't have a father figure, what are, how are we learning how to be a man? What are we what are we taking these right? We taking it from every little piece of information we get our hands on that look like it's supposed to be what it is to be a man. And it could be from friends, it could be from the, the, the gang members, it could be from the drug dealers, it could be whatever. Whatever you feel. And then right. that acceptance part, that plays a big part too. So it's like, yeah, I want to fit in too. So it's like, you know, you always yeah. try to do extra stuff to fill that void. And now you're going down some whole path that you that, that really ain't even you because that that vision wasn't set in the beginning to be like, look, this is all the pitfalls and tell the person, you know what I mean? Like, all right, right, this right. stuff happened. Now they got to go through it, but like how it's set up now, like you can't even bounce back from one bad mistake now because they throwing you in jail for so long for like the littlest thing. It ain't like it was back in the day. Maybe you know what I mean? Maybe you get a year or two for something like. I mean, I don't know, I ain't gonna look it up, but you know, just some kind of little, maybe petty little, right. uh, maybe misdemeanor, you probably only got a slap on the wrist, maybe, or the, you know, and now it's like five, six years, or eight years, and like, you don't even get a chance to learn from the mistake. Yeah, you might learn from it, but you in jail, and it's, you know what I mean, it's just, you know, it's messed up. So it's like, when that father right. ain't there, so when you're dealing with a woman, like I said, and she's out here in the world looking for a man, like, she don't even know where to begin, and like, Honestly, like I, I can, t- I can talk on that one just from personal experience because that was my, my wife now because we went through so much crap in the beginning. Because yeah. me, I'm a highly, I'm a highly confident, highly self love. Um, I really love myself. I just put it like that. Like I'm one of the people. Like I, I was forced to look at myself and love myself more because of how I would get treated or how things would be. I'm not saying I was just treated all super nasty all the time. Like I felt like I was a good person, but. You know how I just call them haters. You know, when I guess when people see some yeah. kind of goodness in you, they just want to throw you off a little bit. And I think that's what used to happen to me. So it made me just love me more. You know what I mean? Love the things I do more. So welcome to the Cape Cod. Her father wasn't really present in her life. Like that. <laughs> so when I met her, I got out of the military. Excuse me. So okay, it's late, kind of. Okay, but no, I've been messing around in the studio, so. I was just trying to say or articulate to welcome back to the KP Podcast and Entertainments. I appreciate you listening to this podcast. If you're out there, please, um, if you're finding this interesting, please share and promote this podcast. I am not a new person, but I'm trying to, uh, you know, get myself out there. So if you're interested in these topics and you would like to be part of this conversation, you can email me at kpnetwork, the number two connect at gmail.com to be a part of this group discussion. There is no right or wrong, only personal opinions and experiences. Also, I would like to give a shout out to the KPN2C listeners and supporters. I appreciate all of your support. Like when I was like, I bought a ring. You know what I mean? Like I bought a ring and like I ain't never did stuff like this. 
you know what I mean? Like, I've never done that for him, or like bought a ring or just bought something with any significance, you know what I mean? Like, so all this stuff was new to me, and that's what she didn't understand. So for me, even turning over that kind of leaf and coming that strong and that hard like that, really wanting to be, you know what I mean, and have a family and be in a relationship, like, she really turned me around in the beginning, you know what I mean? And she, like I said, she was young. She was two years younger than me, still is. Um, I learned that the kind of person I am, I like older women just because of the mindset already. You know what I mean? Like, it's no, it's not right. They're already, you know what I mean? Like, you get it. You know, they're just older. They're more mature. And I know, and I, I learned that about myself, that even though I was young, I had, my, my mindset was way past my years. You know, so that's why I never really fit into my, even my own little crowds. You know what I mean? That's just something I had to self-realize, like, why do I fit into this? Why do people, you know what I mean? Because I'm that kind of person, man. Like, you know, we'd be sitting around or whatever, things going on, whatever, whatever. I'm not the kind of person that likes to just go along with you just because you're my friend. Like, I'm not the yes man guy, if that makes sense. Like, I'm always trying to speak positivity. I'm always uh, just upbeat. I'm always, you know, I'm always that guy. So I think sometimes even you being that kind of person, it still rubs people the wrong way. And that's what I had to realize, you know what I mean? Like, you always, like, I don't know, I don't want to make sure I'm a bitty too shit because that's not where I'm coming. I'm just saying, even through my bullshit, I try to just uplift, you know what I mean? In whatever way that is, I'm, I I embrace people's pain, so to speak, even they going through stuff. And sometimes I do it, I have to cut back from that because I was doing that too much because it was draining. You know what I mean? So, right. you know, you live, and you, you live and you learn, man, like I say. But just that female aspect, though, like, I really think that fatherhood, that, that, that vision in the beginning, like, that's very key, because, like, honestly, I have a daughter that's in Atlanta that I don't see every day, you know what I mean? But I know that I have to keep my voice in her head, I have to keep calling her, I have to call her and keep my voice in her head, because that's all I have right now, you know what I mean? I, I can't be with her right now every day to show her my love, so it's like I have to just constantly just keep telling her and keep keeping my, uh, my, 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 my word in her head, so hopefully she does take something from it, you know, and she... You know, so far so good. She's a very bright girl, straight age, taking college courses, and she's only like eleven years old. Like she's very brilliant. Like, oh wow! And I'm blessed, and I'm blessed to have her. Like it's, it's crazy how smart she is. Like, you know, I can go on forever about her, but that's just what it is, man. And, you know, so you know, I know the importance of that. So I try to be. They always say it starts with the person in the mirror, and I take words literally. I don't take phrases just as phrases. Like that's one thing I had to learn because, like, we can hear phrases all day, like. What doesn't kill you make you stronger. You know, you hear all those, these, these phrases, but then until you actually go through them, that's what make them become stronger in your life. And that's what I realized, like, these phrases and people saying these things, when you say something, I, I'm, I'm the kind of, I, I, I'll take it literal. Like, you know what I mean? I'll take it literal and run with it. You know what I mean? So, I don't know, though. <laughs> I gotta say, you know, like, looking in the mirror, starting in the mirror, if that, if they say that's how you change, change things. So, I got to be that guy. So I got to start in the mirror. I can't be like the rest of these people that's being hypocrites and I'm looking at them talking crap, but then I'm turning around doing, you know what I mean? Like, I really pay attention right. to things like that, like try to watch my words. Like I'm not trying to cross my meanings or, you know, I'm the kind of person I'm not going to just speak if I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Like, you know what I mean? I'll shut the hell up about what the hell I'm talking. I'm just going to listen. Like that's, that's what kind of person I am. You know what I mean? Like, so if I got to help change lives, then it has to start with that person. Just like in any relationship, it has to start with you. You have to change you first and develop you first before you can intertwine with another, you know, person, like, you know, dating and all the other stuff. Like, you have to heal and 
love yourself, learn you first, and then that's what's going to make the other person attracted to you. The fact that you love yourself so much is going to bring them right. up to you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Up to your love. But if you're going in there trashy and just no morals and everything's low standards, they're just following your vibe. And that's just real talk. I don't care how they make it seem. Because like I said, I had these conversations with a girl all the time, like, you know, where we would just talk deep like this and, you know, like the girl started crying because like I would just be telling her some stuff like, but I'm, I, I just be honest, you know what I mean? Like, you don't know the power you possess, but you're, you're, your standards are low, you know what I mean? So people just, right. you know, so I told her that, you know what I mean? Literally throughout the day, she's literally getting like confirmation of what I'm literally just told her about the power she actually does possess. And, you know, you got these guys falling head over heels for you. You know what I mean? Like, you just got to learn to love yourself first. It's not like you've been damaged and manipulated, you know? So you got to heal. Heal. Healing is always the key before you get into anything. You got to be healed. It's like, take your time for yourself. Get healed. Exactly. Exactly. You have to, like, you have to. I don't care what it is. Like, like me going to Arizona, living in Arizona, it taught me more of that. That's the biggest lesson I learned because out in Arizona, it's a different lifestyle from being in Detroit, of course. But out there, it's like almost like a loner state. You're kind of to yourself. They got groups and things, all kinds of stuff you can do. But the lifestyle was so different, it forced me to do different things. Like, let me go hiking. Let me go catch a magnet. Let me go, you know what I mean? Like, right. doing all this other different bike ride. Let me go to a baseball game. Like, you know what I mean? Ride my bike, hop on a little uh, train because it's just different. That's just how it is. Like, we don't got the little train thing out here you can put your bike on and they take you downtown get off and you right in front of the state you know what i mean like so it was forcing me to do things like that so i guess i was learning more and more of that self-love even just doing those things because that's what i would literally do i would i would take time out to go play basketball every saturday like just to make sure i'm doing something running like i was doing all this stuff i ride my bike with my music on just to clear my mind like arizona night huh oh yeah yeah oh yeah it's real nice it's different but it's nice very, very nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I might need to go back. Honestly. I, but yeah, I didn't mean to talk, I didn't mean to take all the time, but I'm so, just, I don't know. I just to see that. Okay, so is it, okay, so if you're out there, right, and you meet someone and they say they've been married two, three times, how would you feel about that? Maybe, I mean, like, I would have to have a conversation with that person to see where they're coming from because I don't like right. that stuff from the outside. Like, and just, you know, maybe they trusted too hard and the other person did them dirty. And they, I don't know, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to, but it really just depends on the person. If they didn't learn, if they were like the kind of person that was just being naive to love itself and ignoring signs of uh, you know I mean? something that's yeah. going to harm you, you know, things like that, then I would have to blame that on that person for not being strong enough to walk away or not repeat the same mistakes because I don't believe in repeating the same mistakes honestly like no matter how tough it is like I'll walk away from any relationship if it you know help <laughs> me out like you know not, it's not like that but if if you're not at least trying or giving your effort to make this thing be decent at least decent and get out of maybe your comfort zone you know what I mean a little bit just to make this union be a union you know what I mean then it's like you know, so you've been with your um, wife for a while. What are some of the things you guys do to keep your relationship going and strong? Uh, that's a good question. 
Honestly, I'm gonna say the big focal point, and it's it's not really like necessarily us doing like going out, hanging out, or spending that alone time like that. Because honestly, we really can't really get it, and as you know, sometimes that's a struggle within that too, though. But you have, as long as you both understand what it is, and you still can make time here and there. I don't care if it's like 15 minutes, 20 minutes to have some quick sex real quick and you satisfy that need real quick and then we go about our business because we know we go over everything. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care. Like, as long as we make spurts and do little things in spurts. But to answer the question, though, like, my biggest glue for what I think my situation is is really just family. Like, if you see my kids, like, you know, like, <laughs> I know that my kids, everybody sneak out of their kids, but my my kids is something else, man. Like, it, I think that's really, like, the, the biggest glue that helped mend everything back together until maybe we did learn more about each other and be like, you know, maybe this person is what I thought they were. In. And that is what kind of happened. You know what I mean? Like, oh, dang, this dude really is real. Oh, dang, this, this dude really did walk through the fire with me. He, he did. You know what I mean? Like, and over time, the consistency, you, you see that picture. It's like, dang, this dude is good. Dang, this dude is You know, so... I just think that's that's what it is. That's the glue. That's the foundation. The fact that we can keep our situation moving and keep moving forward and doing what we're supposed to do. I think that's like the, the biggest energizer for us that keeps us constantly going, constantly moving. And, you know, and it's, it's our kids, you know, outside of everything else right. we have for each other. But it's that's what it is. It's just that's all of it. <laughs> for me, my kids is all of it. They, like, they literally saved my life. You know, that's another story, but they literally saved my life. They, every thought process that I have when I'm out, it's about them. My decision-making, it's about them. Like, whether I should do this, like, you know, like everything. Like, that's that's how I am. So, you know, my family and my kids and all that, my, my unit right here. It's oh, like, okay. It's about here. Yeah, so. Okay, so we're going to get ready to give some closing thoughts. Um... Is going over 30 minutes. Um, so, yeah. <clears throat> We're going to get ready to give some closing thoughts. And I would just like to ask, if women are out here looking for men, and since there are a um, majority of men on the phone, um, what are some things that you look for in a good quality woman or whatever your definition of good is? What are some things you look for in that woman? And what is some uh, what is some advice that you can give women if they are out here looking to date or be married, if that's even possible to stay in age to be married? But what is some advice you can give us um, so that we can better be prepared to look for a, a mate? Give us some good advice now, man. Uh, <laughs> if I go up first, well, I, I mean, I guess one thing I can say, coming from my perspective, I guess, you know, the first thing I would probably look for in a woman would be, like, it just has to be something different with it. Like, I don't like her to, like, try to fit in with what the world is doing. Like, you know what I mean? She kind of got her own mind. And so it, it kind of, for me, it goes back to self-love. I respect the person more for being ourselves, even if it fits outside the norm, but you still have a good heart and you're still okay with that. Like you, you know what I mean? Bottom line, self-love. Like I said, the more you love yourself, there goes people, men will see it. You know what I mean? So we see, we also see if a woman is doing too much for attention or you're putting on too much for attention or we see the, 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 uh, the vain things, you know what I mean? Things that don't really mean nothing, but it makes you look good. But honestly, men are looking deeper than that. But like I say, they're going to take what they can get if that's what they're giving out or getting or, you know what I mean? So 
Like I say, if you got that self love and you carry yourself differently, you're going to stand out regardless. So I just say love yourself and try not to do too much to get a guy. Just be yourself and just love yourself and start doing the things that makes you happy. Even if they're the little things, start drawing or picking up a hobby. I say that because it's going to shine through you, through, through you. You know what I mean? The fact that you love yourself as much as you do, and I think that the guy will eventually get up to that level over time because they will respect you more for being yourself. Because, like I said, I respect the person being yourself because if that if that's something that fits outside the norm or looks outside the norm, and you still get judged and criticized for it, but it's something that you love to do, like you know whatever. I have high respect for that because I know how hard it is to be an outsider or, you know, not blend in, I should say, or, you know, whatever. <laughs> so, no, 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 no. I, I'll say this here, though. I'm going to go over here and say about I'll say this here, though. Don't, 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 don't carry, don't carry emotional luggage um, with you as you part ways, you know, from a bad relationship to the next person. You got to be fair, you know what I'm saying? You can't just, because, uh, you know, I know I know some people have done that. Oh, I ain't, you know, just jump the gun. Oh, I ain't going for that this time. Last nigga did not well. Uh, you know, I'm, not the <laughs> I'm not me at all. You know what I'm saying? You know. Because, you know, sometimes uh, a guy just meeting a, a, a female or whatever, he, he, he could something, something he could say or do that can really uh, trigger something, you know. Because I, I, and, 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 and uh, Nika, you and other people, y'all correct me if I'm wrong. You was this girl, I really, really liked her, you know what I'm saying? And we talking on the phone and stuff. So, um, she was letting me know. She said, man, I ain't really trying to get tied up in a relationship and da-da-da. And all, all, the thing, all the thing I said was, well, you never know. That's all I said. She took that, she took that as a flash. Cause she explained to me that, um, you know, what she went through about some dude stalking her and stuff like this here. And I'm like, well, how did you get that from me from just me saying you never know? I'm talking about, like, future reference. I ain't talking about no right now type stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, to me, that's carrying some luggage. The next thing I know, somewhere down the line, she ended up getting into a, um, I suppose they got into a relationship with somebody. So, you know. So that that's one thing. And then the the most important thing, always know your worth. You know what I'm saying? Don't 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 settle just to have some dude with you. You know what I'm saying? Because you might not. You might. You know. I I, I would if I was a if I was a chick. You know what I'm saying? I'd bury myself if you have kids. Focus on them. Work. Stack your bread. So you have your own. So what the other guy got. It can't, it can't fascinate you because you got your own chips. All he's supposed to do is add to it. You know what I'm saying? He's not supposed to be a savior. You know, because, see, that might come with some strings that you might not might not want. You feel what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was just making sure. <laughs> yeah, them, 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 them main things right there, because, you know, like I say, I see it so much around here. They think it's just a word. I said, no, you have most ever seen. Putting up with that bullshit you going for. 
And those are the right. ones that um take the picture. <laughs> they, they they buy their own stuff and take the pictures and post them online and act like the man did it. Yeah, yeah. My damn sister did that, man. She went to bed up. Hey, she got a fucking bum. She got a man, bum ass, and standing there letting them pump babies up in her. They call them pumping dump uh, dumpsters. Man, looking in dumpster trying to die to say, you know, I've had, I've had that, I've had, I've had that problem myself. You know what I'm saying? Just dealing with somebody, I just wanted to be friends with benefits. But I was doing, I was doing relationship shit with them. You know what I'm saying? And you still didn't appreciate it. I'm not giving a fuck what you do on the other end. I'm just saying, me and you is me and you. But you know they were doing all other kind of shit. They be baby daddies, another broad. I like man, y'all out of there. But then again, they boil down to this. I I need I had to check my goddamn self. <laughs> what the fuck am I doing? And that's why I'm saying what type of um, positive advice that you can give to women that are out there seeking to be in a relationship with a decent man, <laughs> not a bum that's want to that want to drop his sperm everywhere. But you know, Kind of late, brother. Are you still there? Yes, ma'am. 
Okay, do you have any closing remarks? We talked about a little bit of everything. Yeah, and I'm 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 kind of sad I missed the beginning of it, but at the same time I've been listening to what the brothers have to say, and basically the information was, you know, spot on. You know, I appreciate the information and the ideas coming from my black folks. Did you hear about the shooting that happened here in Fort Worth? Yes, I did. The sister, she was a Jefferson like me. Yeah, yeah, I said Jackson, so that's a correction. Her last name is Jefferson. Yeah, okay. Yeah. How, how did you I feel about, about that, and how did you feel about these? Well, it, it seems like, you know, when black first, when, when police meet up with black, they are terrified and in fear of their life and accidentally kill us entirely too much. Right. That's the saddest shit I ever seen in my life. A woman in her house praying with her her nephew, and and she's killed as a result of an overzealous police officer. And more often than not, the police officer is given the benefit of the doubt by their superiors and the powers that be. But that's just simply that's plain and simple a murder. He 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 killed that woman in cold blood. He had no reason to to fire his gun at a woman inside her house. A woman. Come on, man. Yeah, that's just insane, you know. But it just follows, some, you know, a, a bunch of other situations, you know, that was equally stupid, insane. And, you know, that little child in Cleveland, that little boy playing with a toy gun in the park. They just rolled up on him and blew him away, you know. Tamir. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's, 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 it's sad, you know, and it ain't going to change until some very serious and drastic actions have been, you know, have been used. You know, I mean, they're they going to continue to do what they do until, you know, something forces it, forces it to be <coughs> I mean, what really can be done? If, if if you got the people that that that's supposed to be pushing back, hugging the um the perpetrator, what can yeah. be done? What what wasn't that incident in Texas where the woman killed a man in his own apartment? Uh, wasn't that in Texas? Yes. Yeah, that was in Dallas. That was too the the same Sandra Bland, Texas. Uh, uh, this girl, the Jefferson girl, Texas. The the uh that case right there, Texas, yeah. That's some crazy. It's it, 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 most of them all over the metroplex. But I mean, you can't just you know isolate these incidents to Texas because they happen everywhere. They are everywhere, but more so are coming. Um, well, I'm just saying, like since we are here in Texas, it's just more where here. Yeah. I was planning on moving there too. Well, you know, Texas. <laughs> you know, I was planning on moving there too. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I, know, I, I like Texas. But the state of Texas ain't no joke, whereas it comes to their, you know, laws and, and, and their traditions, you know. Oh, tell, tell me about it. You said yeah, Matt went in. Texas ain't no joke. They stay right back. But a brother that was in Arizona, Arizona, same damn way, Arizona Cowboy State. I went there one time and ain't never been back. White boys walking around with 
nine Glock nine millimeters on their hip. I didn't see near a black man with one, but you, man, white boys walking around open carrying it. You know, yeah. worst thing, two worst things you can uh, combine is a white boy and a gun. Yeah. I mean, that's my opinion, but I mean, it speaks for itself. That's the history of tours, yeah. Takashi sixty nine come infiltrating your you, what you trying to do and you let them in and then they take over and mess it up. <laughs> like really, Takashi sixty nine rapping is almost like Cardi B. Like okay, like at what point do you guys stop? And the same thing with Eminem. There I said it. Like you guys worship this dude. I don't even know oh. why though.
you know, is always going to be pushed to the forefront by mainstream media. Yeah. Because okay. they, you know, basic whiteness, you know what I'm saying? The black community was far better off before integration, you know, when yeah. we depended on each other. You know, when we had businesses, we wanted to go to a dry cleaners. We went to one with a black face behind the counter. If we wanted to go to a restaurant, we had to go to our own, you know, and, 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 and we patronized our own. But today, black people ain't got shit. We are disenfranchised, you know. We, our black, our dollar goes a long way, but just not in our community. Yeah, it's just misdirected. So. Man, just not in our community. Funneled, funneled, right to everybody else. Everybody else pockets. I don't know about, you know, in other parts of the country, but I know all the liquor stores out here is ran by Asians or East Indians. Mm-hmm. You know, all the, all the, you know, they, they corner the market in a certain area, you know, like motels and hotels, you know, when right. I lived in Nevada, you, if you wasn't an East Indian with a, with a turban, a, a seat or something like that, you didn't run a, a motel. If you, if you wasn't Asian, you didn't run a liquor store, you know what I'm saying? And they do it in our communities when they say our community is broke, but they always open businesses in our community. Yeah. They say that we are big consumers and, and full spending habits, so. Yeah. That's where African Americans can make the impact. You know what I'm saying? If we focused on an area in society, we won't change. Stop supporting it with our money, and you you will see some damn change. Trust and believe that. I agree. It was, yeah. it was proven when they boycotted them buses in Atlanta during the Civil Rights. You know, black people start running them buses. They damn near we had to fold up and and and, and fall for bankruptcy. That's where change can be impacted you know through our dollar economically that's where change will come because if one white folks will change for anything it's for money yeah it's for money they won't change for shit else not for reputation not for anything else but you start affecting they they pockets man change will come okay politicians also that politician ain't on board with the changes, man, st- affect their pockets. All we got to do is say, black folks, don't uh, use Tide laundry soap because it was associated with the slave trade. That shit, man, that, that shit will change. They will change. Right. Okay. So, um, we have come to an end of a- <clears throat> Excuse me. We have come to the end of this podcast. I appreciate you all for being a part on um, the KP podcast and entertainments. Uh, yeah. So I guess we already did our closing remarks. So yeah. See you next time on Sunday at ten p.m. Central Standard Time. All right. Sure. Uh, well, all right.